welcome everybody to episode three in season 27 for the hepcast and today uh we have uh with me i have with me i guess or it's uh it's dustin as he has been uh the last couple of episodes and we have our guest for tonight notorious tig or i just call him tig so and tig's player is big rick take o'sullivan currently on the hepcats um Ooh. drafted last season uh and his previous player Cillian o'sullivan was on the voyagers well on and off for a very very long time so uh welcome take <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how no, are nice, you thanks doing? for having me on i'm doing oh, yeah. pretty well how are you guys We're, i'm doing very well so uh just having just having a little fun uh we're kind of kind of watching the stream a little bit uh, as nice. i have it on my other screen and and uh so i'll probably react to the fact that we just new york just lost to maui and very 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 sad right now and i want to that's uh, that's so. awful <laughs> that is that is that is absolutely awful but um so um now now since i have been drafted by the voyagers take has been on the voyagers <laughs> so the, i i always knew the voyagers locker room to have take in it so it, it, it's uh, so at no point I know PBE and not have you in it, uh, which is kind of cool. And I and we always joked around that Cillian had had a incredible career, a very long one, in fact, for a pitcher that I don't think got past like 700, 800 TPE. I, I'm not sure how at max where it was, but, but I um, think I think I topped out in the 700s. It was not very much. Like, yeah, I kind of. He had no right being as good as he was for as long <laughs> as he was. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> but out of the pen and, and out of the pen, starting whatever it was, like at no point was O'Sullivan terrible, like that I could recall. You know, and 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 I, I think we have traded you like multiple times too. So which is <laughs> the the most hilarious thing because we, we just kept signing you and then like a little bit later somehow Babs trades you away and then we sign you back again and, and just the rotation. <laughs> It just kind of goes round and round, and and now and now we drafted you back because because we love you so much. <laughs> so so yeah, um, I I know that I, I I was very happy when 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 we were able to get you on the Hepcats. Um, that that was awesome. Like yeah, uh, no, it's it's been great so far. I feel like um, Killian's career was more. Uh, it, it's kind of like you know I don't know if anybody here plays D and D, but when the party just like adopts a random NPC as like their favorite. And it's just a random commoner. That was that was me with the Voyagers. <laughs> they just I had no business being anyone's favorite. <laughs> but 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 we, we love you because you were such a team player. Like like you just was just so you just went with the flow and just did like whatever we needed. And and that that's awesome. And and from I, I can imagine how much easier it was for Paz and, and Babs at the time to to just have you on the team and just say hey, you're starting okay you're going to bullpen okay <laughs> and then, and you just kind of went along with it and it's it's it was great and um and and I I'm I'm very happy that so far like like you have had a pretty successful career with your second player and so far and we're really looking forward to see seeing how that would continue on um so. So can you can you talk to us about a little bit because like obviously like like you know you PBE you've been here for a little bit um 
And I said that before, and I mentioned before that it's not your main league, and I think SHL is your main league. So can you talk about your sim league experience and how you found sim leagues and how you found PBE and, and so forth and what that journey has been like uh, for you? Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, so I joined the SHL, that, that was my first sim league, and it's been my main sim league. I'm a, I'm a hockey guy in, in real life as well, so. Who's your team? Um, I'm an Oilers fan, so I'm okay. constantly depressed. <laughs> oh god! Um, yeah, it's 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 an abusive relationship as a fan, but it it is what it is. Okay. Um. <laughs> so anyway, I um I joined the SHL from uh, a Reddit recruitment in uh, July of 2018, so it's been just over three years now. Um, so that's been going really well. I was I ended up becoming a GM really early over there. And I've been a GM ever since, and it's it, so that that side of things has been really awesome. I've really enjoyed that experience, and it's left me with a moderate amount of time for other sim leagues, but not the most. So when um, the partnership between the SHL and the PPE was announced, as far as um, affiliate uh, PTs and that, then it made more sense for me to kind of try it out, and that's how I kind of found out about the PPE. Um, I'm, I'm a secondary baseball fan. I'm not. A diehard by any means, um, but I keep up on it because my brother is a huge Blue Jays fan, so um, I, I can at least follow a conversation. So I, I've, I've been trying to get more and more into it. Uh, so I was like, okay, this is a good way for me to, you know, get are, a little. Are bit you more from in depth Toronto? Uh, no, I, I live on the the west coast, of, but still in Canada. So, like Vancouver, uh, Vancouver Island. Wow. I'm actually in super casual football. I am the GM of the Vancouver based team, ironically. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, we're not really good, um, but we're getting better. That's okay. It's all, it's all about having fun, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. And it's a casual league, so a lot different. Uh, yeah. um, and I think uh, if you're in uh, SHL, you probably are familiar with super casual football um, a little bit, maybe. I've, I've heard of it. I'm not really a big football person, so sure. I. I... Yeah, they're another affiliate of PBE. They get on TLK. Right. There gets on all the streams yeah. with uh, Hummus God and the likes, right? So, yeah, just just I, I just need to stop for a second um, and just give a shout out to Tacos Bobby Daring. He just threw his second perfect game in his wow. career. Wow, the, the, that that is absolutely insane. That the fact that he has two perfect games, not not just two no-hitters. He has two perfect games. That is absolutely insane. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just had to just had to throw that in. So, Tacos, con <laughs> congratulations. Tacos 209. Um, 209 Tacos, I should say. <laughs> but that that's amazing. But yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just, like, glancing over there, and I just saw, like, zeros across the board. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, um, so so you you said you started GMing very early on. Um like how how did you I guess got the job or did you were you looking to GM early on or or did it one of those like um it just I it just kind of fell onto your lap or 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 what what happened there? A, a little bit of both. Um so I had my rookie season with my junior team in the SHL um in Detroit and kind of towards the end of my rookie season and in that off season, I was talking with um, that there was a, there was a management change at that point. So the co-GM became the, the GM and then um, the 
I guess, third string, third in command guy became the co-GM. And so they asked me if I was interested in coming on board with the management team, kind of growing into a, a role where I'd, you know, be that third stringer, uh, ready to kind of take the reins as a co-GM in the future. And then almost immediately after that happened, the the head GM got called up as a co-GM to an SHL team. So I was I became a co-GM in the span of maybe like two weeks <laughs> um, after that initial conversation after my rookie season. Uh, so it happened quick. And um, then I was co-GM for that season. And then in the playoffs, um, our the, the the GM of the team got an SHL job. And I became GM in the middle of one of the biggest upsets uh, against our team, one of the biggest upsets in uh, SMJHL history. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so I got that drop on my lap. That was the start of my, my tenure there. And then I was, um, I was Detroit's GM for about 13 seasons. And then at that point, um, I was... I just had an entire like huge Reddit class um, kind of come and go through their careers in the minors um, with me at that point. So it's kind of a natural stepping point to just kind of um, kind of step away. But also there was an SHL expansion. So I went for an expansion team and I got it. Um, and ever since then, I've been the, the GM of Seattle in the SHL. That's, oh, that's really cool. I, 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 I can't imagine getting dumped, <laughs> well, not dumped, but getting <clears throat> the GM, like main GM, regardless if it's juniors, minors, whatever, or, or in the majors or whatever, uh, so soon, just because um, I always feel like there's like a learning curve to understanding how the league functions. And and um, and without Good. that knowledge, I, I do feel like you're might you might be at a disadvantage at first and and you're just kind of feeling your way through but yeah there, I, there was definitely some of that uh i think the the thing that helped me in detroit was that um i, I always kind of referred to them with the same joke is like you know at the end of uh i don't know if either of you are star wars fans but at the end of return of the jedi mm -hmm. when like luke is looking and he sees like all the the force ghosts of like obi-wan and yoda uh -huh. <laughs> all of like the former Detroit GMs were like still in the server and helping out, so I had them to lean on, and I just I just I would just always refer to them as the Force Ghosts because that's basically what they were. They were just there to like give advice and dispense wisdom. That, uh, so I wasn't I wasn't completely on my own. Uh, that's great. That's great. That that is I, I can't stress how important that actually is to have like you know a support system. either current support system, and and I, I think. I I think I learned along the ways that how how much you need to rely on your code GM and your your war room to really be successful and um but um so so I, I so so yeah you know, really glad to hear that you had a support system instead of just feeling your way blindly through um but so, um yeah that's that's a good way to burn out otherwise <laughs> oh yeah so, oh yeah uh, definitely I have a somewhat similar scenario um in my first season in super casual which was my first sim league and and as the name implies it's fairly casual so uh there's always mechanics like uh, like enoch said where that you have to pick up on so it's a little bit tricky but i was kind of thrown into the flames as a gm as well uh without a co-gm and in a fairly scattered war room but uh, i bothered the uh I, I bothered like 
uh, the commissioner probably way too much to get going and 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 I don't know uh, if you could share some of your your struggles but like one of my first things is you know in all these sim leagues it's all driven by players and we've talked about that quite a bit in these uh, uh, podcasts uh, these previous two episodes where okay so uh, it's it's all a team effort everyone has to update everyone has to develop their player like for the team one for all all for one kind of thing and that was the first thing that I had to do. Um, kind of as getting thrown in mid-season as the GM and like, okay, I've got like half my team expired um, on contracts uh, at the end of the season. Like I got to get familiar with everyone, resign. Um, That was one of the biggest obstacles or one of the biggest things that I sought to do right away. So uh, did, what, what did you kind of like, what were some of your bigger barriers, I guess, uh, or obstacles like as a GM, because I think a lot of those will try to keep it back to PVE probably here, but uh, I think a lot of those can kind of carry over to uh, GMing and, and just being head office or, or uh, like a upper management of a team, even in PVE. And, and I'm sure Enoch has uh, many, many uh, conversations or many, many topics or stories about that as well. So, so TIG, what, what would, what were some of like your initial roadblocks or like some of the struggles because I, I feel like i'll sympathize with you quite a bit yeah no i think i i had the uh the typical ones uh especially as a a, a gm in the junior league of the shl where, um where you'll have you know somebody called up maybe a little bit ahead of schedule sure um or the occasional trade requests so the, things like that the first one or two times they happened were kind of panic mode for a new gm um, I think one of the, one of the biggest things I learned over the course of my time with uh, with that junior team, um, the, the early probably half of of my tenure there, was all about competing, trying to win. Um, and I had players go inactive just due to life circumstances, not because of the team culture or anything, but with their inactive players still on the roster, we were still competitive. And what ended up happening is I was trying very, very hard to like stretch a competitive window, uh, just to, to win it for the guys that were still left and didn't end up happening. And I got really burnt out by that because it, it did make the, the locker room suffer. I think a bit, just because we weren't, we were trading away picks, uh, to, to get players that were just going to be around for a short time just to help us compete. And so that, that burned me out a bit as a GM, just always constantly being worried about the state of the room. And then we ended up doing a big teardown. We focused hard on a couple of drafts and that really rejuvenated things. And it kind of brought my energy levels back up a bit. And so it, it kind of just drove home how important that side of things is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's like winning is important, but you've got to go people first. Absolutely, and I think Enoch and I talk a lot about that in um, the other two podcasts, and and mm-hmm. and this draft for the Hepcats, your SHL draft. I just had a recent one where I actually drafted a lot of PBE people, a couple uh, Hepcats as well, or former Hepcats. Uh, so it, it is all player driven, and and to me, I've seen teams in the few sim leagues uh, for the short time that have been trying to like get the rental player by trading picks, like you said, or, or yeah. getting a big free agent who um, maybe has high TPE, but not either super active or doesn't really help establish a locker room culture. And, and it, it can work, 
but with a, a struggling team or a team that hasn't historically been good like the one I was uh, GMing, uh, or am still GMing because we haven't won anything yet, really, other than a few games. But like, uh, what I've found <laughs> is that building through the draft is one of the best ways to establish a good locker room culture. And and I'm competitive. I want to win too, and I want to have my individual players successful and my team that I'm representing successful as well. But you know, you, I, I found, and I think you found, came to the same conclusion is that you can't crack heads to get there, and you can't just sabotage or not sabotage but you can't just uh, gut the team or, or make really aggressive moves to get there necessarily because it ha could have negative ramifications or negative impacts on the overall you know team even though you want to win and like there's maybe a couple few people who are in the locker room that uh, are good guys gals and and really want to win and you want to win for them uh, sometimes it's just not in the cards and really at the end of the day only one team can win a championship right so uh, that that's what I found, and it sounds like you kind of had some similar things. So I just I I think it's interesting to hear those uh, parallels because um, like Enoch and I were talking, or I think all three of us were talking. There's a lot of similarities and overlaps between all the sim leagues and and things that you need to do as a GM and as a player to be successful and and accomplish your your goals. I guess. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I, Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, I think, that, yeah, like, like Dustin and I have talked about, like, how important it is to, to, to make it player first, and 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 especially, especially the fact that we're a development league for the Hepcats here. You know, so bringing it back to us here. Um, uh, don't get me wrong. I think winning does bring an aspect to it. There, there's, there's no doubt that you know when you're winning, people are more invested in the team. Uh, but, but that's not always going to be the case. You can't, you know. But but um, um, yeah, and but but I think there there is you know like I, I love building through a draft and I, I do believe in the draft a lot. But, but you know it's not like it's not like we have not ever traded for people before. We've done it the last two seasons where we have traded for a player to bring on, but not just any player. People that I know will provide value in inside the locker room as well. It's not like you know, and and for it, and and you know, so so like a couple of seasons ago, we traded for Johnny Toasties, um, uh, from Anchorage when when Anchorage put him on the block, and we needed another pitcher. And I've I've always uh, had a great relationship with Toasty since he joined the league, and and I I really love the guy, and um, I love how he always keeps asking me questions, and and um, I I think I was his rookie mentor. I'm not, I'm not a hundred. I don't I don't remember, but but he always comes back to to me asking questions, and I I, I love helping him. Um, and when that chance to bring him in, you know, I I jumped at it. You know, like like not just for the players, not just for the player in the sim, but also just for you know the the user as well. And and I think that you know I I love having people who want to be here and, and want to be a part of the team and i think uh, you know like like that brings the value in you know and just the excitement uh into the locker room and, and kind of builds on that and 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 when i first started uh, in the hepcats i always noticed that was a really it's a good presence of alumni you know and that's always a little hard because you know they have their own locker room and especially if they go on to like be gms and stuff you know they can't focus on you know they they can't be in your locker room you know 
you know that much as well you know that that just you know but but i also appreciated you know all, all the alumni who have dropped in and you know like like chatted the rookies and 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 so forth but i think that 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 culture really really helps um as well that's and, a good uh, that's a good yeah. point so um tig you said you were uh miners gm right for yeah uh, that's right shl so i have i haven't experienced that dynamic before but uh, have you have you had the same kind of uh, dynamic where uh, you have alumni, former uh, players, kind of hang around in the locker room and and be positive influences, and not necessarily like mentors, but just like like I said, positive influences, talking it up, getting the uh, liveliness into the locker room. Do you do you have that, uh, or did you have that when you're uh, doing SHL there? Yeah, I actually think that's probably one of the uh, the biggest parts of that uh, uh, that junior league in the SHL is all of those teams to a large degree. I think kind of provide a home base for the players, uh, so they'll go on and they'll probably integrate more and more into their SHL team after they get drafted. But they'll always have their junior team, and that's where like that's where you're kind of especially for the first gen players like they are new to the site they're they're meeting all their new teammates and that's where those connections are formed and that's where they kind of really fall in love with the with the league kind of your first love exactly right so you never you never really uh i mean some people probably do is it a bit but like for i feel like most people in the SHL they they're still in their their junior team's locker room they're still to a large degree contributing there well, there's and some kind of bond, uh, especially if you get drafted there. I mean, like, like I'll have an attachment to the Hepcats because they drafted me. Now they drafted me too late, but that's. We we took our chance. <laughs> we took our chance. <laughs> calculated. It's very calculated. We drafted Twitchy in the second two of a very calculated move. So. Very, very calculated. Yes, but I'm sorry, TIG. Just wanted to oh yeah, no worries. Try. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th I think that's definitely uh, alumni play a very important part. I think, especially with kind of minor league teams, I think it's very prevalent just because you have new people. It doesn't affect the recreates quite as much, um, but new people definitely, I think, get a lot of benefit out of having a consistent alumni presence. And it's it's something that I've noticed, you know, being an expansion team GM now in in, in the SHL, um, you you don't have alumni. I think I think yeah. we are up to I think four or five total oh. alumni that are actually active and in the Discord, uh, and I, I've been a GM there for five seasons because just the amount of player movement that happens and starting out with a roster that was mostly inactive through the expansion draft, mm -hmm. you know we just we just haven't had a chance to build up that alumni side, and so that was definitely a challenge because it's it's it just becomes a very insular team it's just like this is us mm -hmm. we a, are going to grow this we're going to draft like the we're banner, bring people in, but it's kind of like a banner hung in the gym right or on the field right like hey here's this high earning alumni who's uh moved on or or been very successful in the league and like you can be like him new player a b c d right like like this is our guy he embodies who we are as a team and, and like it's it's cool it's like a it's like a legend it's like like you know if you if you were with the 49ers and jerry rice was like in the like he's jerry rice like he's the 49ers man but like that 
I like that. And and I haven't seen that yet with um, my super casual team. And that's one of my favorite things about the Hepcats is all the um, very prestigious alumni. I've been working with Twitchy a lot on my player and my build. And it's like, well, you've got some big shoes to fill, so good luck. But here you go. <laughs> so... Well, you... <laughs> We had some. We have had some really good catchers uh, since since I've been around, and 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 um, well, I think we've been blessed with that. Uh, that, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, I I think I, I think the most important part is I, I don't really care about who has been here. I, I want everybody to be able to build their player as themselves, you know. And and it doesn't, you know, like a lot of times the stats behind it. I, I, people worry about stats a lot, which which I would, I I know for a fact that it's just really random. You know, like, yeah, some of it is how well you built the player, but, you know, like, you could, you know, like, Tristan and I have talked about this when first couple of seasons, like, like, we, like, we analyzed his built a lot and, and, you know, like, couldn't figure out, like, why, you know, he was kind of underperforming and, and sometimes it's just luck of the draw. So, so, you know, I, I think that's. But you know that's kind of I'm kind of digressing here, <laughs> kind of just going I off mean, the tangent. But Kel yeah. Kelly and O'Sullivan, proof of that doesn't <laughs> doesn't take TPE. Yeah. It just takes the power of friendship and magic. Power, power of friendship, friendship and magic. Yes, that is that is true. Like that is true. Um, so I guess uh, we could talk a little bit about Hepcats and PBE, maybe. Um, uh, Enoch, TIG, what? What do you think? We've had a really good week this past week of baseball. Um, last couple weeks, really. So, um, how are we feeling? Well, um, I, I mean, uh, the sim is still going on, and and I, I uh, we, we're doing pretty well. I, I don't have we lost in this one. I, I don't know. I'm not 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 sure. Um, but um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I not gonna lie. I think I, I think there's a part of it where the team is outperforming what the TPE level it is. It looks right like now. we won four to three just now. We won four to three just now over Anchorage. Yeah. Yep. I, um, and um, so so I you know like like I'm not you know saying that you know like oh by all means should we should we be oh we just won again <laughs> six point yeah. over anchorage yep. okay um so so i think there's a part of it where, where we are overperforming what we are but but that's i'm not going to complain about that right i think i i, I think uh, um everybody's hard work at updating and so forth you know will 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 bear fruit i'm really I, and that's that's the main thing for me as a gm to see people's effort goes into it and actually get results and, and that, that's not always the case because yeah. just the sim and our and just rng and and just and and just whatever happens happens and so so like you know like i i want everybody to do well but but you know I, i'm not in complete control of that um so so when people are able to see stuff going well for them you know i'm really happy for that like uh like um uh with glenn davies um his rookie season I always tell people, it's like, yeah, you know, like your rookie season as a pitcher, kind of expect like a five ERA, you know, that that's kind of where where you're at, and and he came with a, a low three ERA that season, and and was really excited about it, and and I was really happy that we had a team that was able to back him up and be able to get him that. Um, it's incredible um, to to see, and and I, um, and and I think this is happening again for for us, where where, um, uh, like, you know, like. Like guys like Pryor and Murphy, you know, they they're batting well over 300, you know, and 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 their TPE level 
isn't really that high right now and and nor should it be because it's the first season you know so so all the things i always said like oh you know you probably won't see a jump to like 200 you know you'll probably be batting around 240 250 you know maybe if you're doing well but um um everybody's doing great and i'm happy to see that because i, I think i think it, it it brings in people uh, interest in their player and wanting to continue to update continue to get better because Rich of that get richer and like yeah seeing success or success breeds success whatever you want to say but mm -hmm. it, it definitely is more enjoyable to uh, earn tp spend tpe and update your player when you're winning and like feeling like you're working toward uh playoff run championship that mm -hmm. kind of stuff um yeah, yeah it... sorry yeah no, no no go 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 for it <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah no i think uh that, that's exactly it right like everyone's feeling good about things right now um it's nice because obviously we we did have some turnover um and we do have some young guys but the amount that everyone's earning i think when you look at it by the time we hit playoffs and that's all that's always the way it is with with junior leagues in in these leagues is by the time that team hits playoffs if they've been updating consistently even those younger guys that are that have been kind of down a little bit in terms of tpe they're getting to dangerous levels by the time the playoffs roll around and we as a team i think if we're able to you know keep this pace up or even just you know position ourselves well as far as seeding goes every little bit helps and then by the mm -hmm. time we get to the playoffs we're not necessarily going to be um overperforming our tpe anymore yeah, I think we're on a good pace where, yeah, the trajectory of our uh, rookie batters, me being one of them and and uh, the informal uh, representative of the rookie draft class this year. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm thinking I can get pretty close to uh, low 200s uh, TPE here by the time playoffs roll around. And, like, if, if everyone else is uh, fairly active, which we had a fairly decent... Um, adder draft class and uh if if everyone keeps that trajectory yeah we might be overperforming now but we'll need all the tpe we can get to keep uh the performance up or or kind of lessen the blow when we're not overperforming because there might be games and there probably will be games where we're performing exactly as expected but we still have very low tpe or mm -hmm. at this moment in time we have very low tpe uh spent batting wise so mm -hmm. we need to amplify that for when we have the average because really in in sim based games you kind of have to play to the averages right like mm -hmm. there'll be outliers and rng and all that good stuff but or not so good stuff if you if you're a player who spent thousands of tpe and still sucks <laughs> but um, but but that's the idea i mean we we just have to you know, trust the process. I've heard that before somewhere, but trust the process and and keep updating. And then, like, I think you're exactly right, TIG. Like, we have to um, get that uh, TPE up, and hopefully, we hit the sweet spot or we maximize, optimize our TPE spent by the time playoffs roll around to give us the best opportunity. Then, and then, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Twitchy and I were talking. If, if we keep this up. Um, we could be in a position to have a first round buy, which would be awesome because that would increase our probability of going further into the playoffs, I guess. It, yeah, oh, well, exactly. it's about home field, yeah. 
or yeah, home field advantage where where you I I you know like like you never really want to be on the road yeah for for it uh, and um uh the the fact that we are in first place I I mean if you're gonna tell me that we're in first place at this time I I, I before the season began I I, yeah. I wouldn't believe you at all as you know, of like, right now at like thirty three and fourteen is what I saw I don't know if I missed the game here I've been kind of clicking on and off but yeah. Uh, that's an awesome something record. like that yeah I, I like again this is uh uh i i think you know like like it started with everybody that first week you know getting getting themselves you know uh into into a spot where we we felt like um there was a theory of how we wanted to everybody kind of update and 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 kind of give us of the best chance to kind of uh be in position to get into the playoffs that, that that's the whole point was us. i think we can get to the playoffs and it's just a matter of uh uh everybody getting optimizing the updates as much as possible and and uh worked out <laughs> way better than than, <laughs> than imagined so, um because i uh, yeah and i think the biggest driver and i'll bring uh tig back in this because i like putting other people on the spot because i do it to enoch too much but uh <laughs> i mean the i'm looking at the leaders right now and we have the t but going into this week I, I don't know how it shook out here but we have the top three era leaders and and you sir are number three at a, a cool 241 going in I, I don't know how the game shook out but if we're on a win streak i would imagine the eras are pretty good still um so yeah, uh, you want to talk a little bit about this pitching staff that I think is leading the way. Now, the batters have been um, overperforming, but I think the pitching has been doing great and, and will likely be the reason um, if we make the playoffs and if we make a deep playoff run, that they're going to be the reason behind that, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's definitely true. Like it's, it's one of those things, bats can dry up, but if the pitching's solid, you at least have a chance. So I, I think to some degree, it's, you know, it's, it's really comforting knowing that we have just aces everywhere <laughs> on the team. Uh, so it helps. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I've been happy seeing my players' results for sure. I, I don't know what it is, but apparently just I create as a pitcher and then there's some sort of black <laughs> magic that fuels them into being good. It, it, it is true. Just, 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 I, I don't know what it is <laughs> but but yeah it's, it's the take magic that that goes behind it so have you so have you uh played big rigs before tig the, the video game uh, is that no i haven't oh okay well never mind i, 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 I don't i, I don't i don't i don't even think i've heard what what is that or oh it's I a mean, it's... really terrible unfinished video game from like the early 2000s uh if you've ever heard of Angry Video Game Nerd uh, or AVGN on YouTube. Uh, Is it like that's um, just stupidly broken, like completely unfinished game that I've heard people meme about? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, okay. I've, I've definitely heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if that was the inspiration for the name. I'm just again, I'm looking at the the stats, and it's like big rig. No, it's just you know, it just kind of rhymed. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I like that. By the way, we won again. So, <laughs> wow! <laughs> I, I have no explanation. We're winning on the road, which is which is like one of those things I could never ever obviously control because, I, like, it, it's just weird. Like, like there's some teams like that this home road splits like in in Sims like you can't ever explain. 
like why are you so terrible on the road or, or like in our case why are we so good on road i don't know <laughs> you know so um <laughs> honestly i think we uh kind of embody a, a team fairly well like um I'm looking at the just like the league leaders and batting wise, we have like nobody like in a in an upper echelon. Like we're all just really like well rounded. Like we're the second highest batting average in the minors, but it's like everyone's batting like 270 or you know like or, or around there. Like it, it's not like there's somebody at at 210 and then somebody at 350 like like bark bark wolf rough right. Yeah. Like, but like it's it's just like everyone's kind of getting it, and it's 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 funny because you know you tag in the uh, in the uh, game chatter right or some mm -hmm. you know people will tag um, either me or it. But it's like it's everyone. It's sometimes it's Stargasm, sometimes it's Minion, sometimes it's um, you know a, a pitcher who had a really shut down game. Uh, you know, and sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's uh, Kent Murphy. Like like everyone just seems to kind of like pick up the slack at the right times. Like. It, it's it's impressive actually it is absolutely impressive like i i i like i i even if you could somehow plan it that way you know like i don't i i, I don't even know how you could you plan couldn't. it out that way <laughs> you could so, but this is actually like it actually um for for me from my experience like this is kind of similar to what although uh, to, to the season 18 team that we had um, although the season 18 team was a lot higher tp so it kind of yeah. made sense um uh because a lot of them were were like at 350 and 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 that was a cap team uh but but it was really about up and down that lineup where 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 at different points nobody stood out statistically it wasn't like oh there was a clear mvp guy here you know and anchoring you know that the team no there wasn't like if you look at the stats it wasn't like great it wasn't like dominating you know and and but but yet but yet when someone doesn't hit other people is hitting or someone doesn't pitch well the other person pitch pitch all in a series too or the pen comes up big and and so stuff like that that really um like that that i i, I love to see that because i always believe that this is a team game and and while we have had the last two MVP and they have like had dominating seasons, even with those last two teams that we had, it really was just up and down. You know, it, it wasn't because I mean, I'm sure if you take the MVP out of it, you know, like like, you know, the team will obviously get worse. But 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 it really wasn't like, oh, it's only them. And they were like carrying completely, you know, dragging everybody along. Like, no, no, it's not really the case. And that that is really cool to see because I'm happy that everybody gets to contribute. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I've been 0 for 4 for like, you know, 15 games now. No, like, like when you go 0 for 4, somebody else goes 2 for 4, 4. And then they, or when the other guy goes, you know, 0 for 4, you're, you know, you get a couple of hits. And, and that that's really cool to see. And I wish that there was a way to, <laughs> I wish I could explain how that works, but it really isn't really uh, a way to really explain that. But um, I'm, I'm I'm just really happy that people are are are, are enjoying it and and being able to see this. Well, and I think we got a rebel in the good times, and 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 there will be it, it could change suddenly. I don't want it to, but it could very. I mean, it's baseball. Like there's hot mm -hmm. and cold streaks for mm -hmm. batters for teams. It it it's kind of the nature of the beast. Um, for any sport really uh hockey baseball whatever um so you, you know it's it's fun to ride the wave um and, and i feel like there will still be some point at the in the season where our resilience will be tested and where 
you know, we won't oh, be yeah, playing yeah. such um, high-level baseball. Um, and so I think that'll be kind of a testament of, like, how we can rally and, and mm-hmm. keep up the attitude and keep updating and, and, and make oh, yeah. sure that we don't let it get to us. Because it's it's the RNG, you know? It's not like mm-hmm. I can physically, like, type more aggressively <laughs> on my update <laughs> to make sure my player does better, right? Like, it just it, we just got to... Um, enjoy the ride and and do what we can um to kind of fit the plan work work on our individual player goals um which is something i was gonna ask you about to eig but uh also um kind of fit into that team build as well and i and i think um the way enoch and and twitchy have kind of molded this team is the the player we don't we as players don't really have to do anything different or special than what our original thought like when we were getting scouted for how we wanted to get our player uh, built and developed so uh, i feel like you guys had drafted enoch and and uh, uh company have drafted the team kind of based on what we want our player to become and so if we just keep uh, doing our individual pathways it naturally helps the team pathway uh, mm-hmm. to become successful so um and, and you not correct me if i'm wrong but that's kind of the feeling i got is that you drafted the guys you felt were appropriate for the team and whose direction was in alignment with the hepcats um to to a degree because um it is not like you get to just pick and choose here you know right so, 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 it, you know, it's not like we had all the picks in the world and just like, oh, you know, because this guy fits the mold, we're going to, and also like, just because they fit the mold doesn't mean that they'll actually earn or do anything or, you know, stay active. So, um, I, I'm in the concept that I, that, that, uh, I want to help people be who they want to be and I will do my best to figure out how to win based on that. Now, it, uh, you have a little more leeway in the majors, obviously, because you know by that time you know who's active, who's not, what type of player they are, and 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 it gets you know like th- then you kind of structure your team even more to how how you want it to be. But in the minors, because it's such a short time, um, you don't always have that option, you know. So, and I don't believe in forcing people to do something that they're not, you know, like like if you're gonna come to me and say, hey, you know, I want to be a power hitter, well, I'm not gonna take away that from you and say no no you gotta invest everything in speed because we need a you know no that's not how that works right you know like like i don't want i'm not ruining your experience for what i think is best for the team that's not how that works you know like i'm not much of a gm i don't believe i'm much of a gm if i just force everyone to 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 do something else you know that that's my philosophy you know i want everyone to enjoy their time here and so so yeah so so right now like 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 if i have it my way like like there are things that would be different but that's not what you guys are you know like like in real life i can't you know suddenly make people into something they're not but um but there's a point where there's this commitment that from everybody that there's an understanding that you know when we scout you there there are there are ideas of what you want to be and and how important it is depending on what position it is um and the biggest factor is that uh people are you know have a team team mentality too because 
there there are some sacrifices that will be made need to be made along the way you know somebody's not you're not going to get to bat lead off all the time or you're not going to get to bat you know clean up all the time or something like that or you're not going to be an ace for the team because you have like three other pitchers in front of you who have high tpe you know or something like that but but like um it's you know but so but but with that like um you know, like I said, I, 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 that's why I talk to everybody to see, like, well, what do you want to be? And there's some people who have, like, I have no idea. Just make me good. <laughs> so I, I think, I think that was the conversation with Tig. <laughs> because... Yeah. So Tig, um, yeah. How are you liking your player development and like what player di- direction you're taking? Like, I'm looking at the stats here, and you're looking really good. So are you satisfied with everything so far? Like, is it kind of as you expected or? What? I mean, it's it's going way better than I expected. I think, um, like, as I said, I'm not the biggest baseball person. Um, I I understand enough of it, but not at a high level. So I so I don't know out of the park at all. Um, and a lot of the nuances I think of of the pitching discussion is lost on me. <laughs> so I just kind of go, you know, what what will make me do the best I can for the team, and uh, Enoch's been great at just harassing me to update, which is good, because, you know, I, I get busy as an SHLGM, and I I tend to, I leave a lot of updating stuff till Sunday a lot of the time, just out of habit, and I shouldn't. <laughs> so sometimes getting that reminder on a Thursday, and I'm just like, well, I actually have 20 minutes right now. BTS I'm going to do that. would PT. definitely like you better. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah uh, he's uh, I, I've I've been trying to do my do my best to get them in for him on time, just so he doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> no, you you get you get my DMs like in the Fridays or Saturdays, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um no I I I I mean um like I I also well this is the other part like like I don't want to I want to stress this part as well that. Like yeah, I, I want everyone to be active, but I don't expect everyone to be like max earn and like go completely crazy. You do you, you know, like like yeah. there, there's there's a reason why you, you know like like you you can be successful or to a degree by earning what you're comfortable with. Obviously, you you know like the name of the game is TPE, so you earn more TPE. The chances are your player is going to be better in the long run. So, so there's no question about that, but, but, um, but I don't want to stress everybody out. This is supposed to be fun, you know. Like, and I think that sometimes in 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 some leagues, and it's not just in this one, that you you know, like, like, um, to uh, the mid earners or the casual players kind of get lost in the shuffle because obviously, it, you, if you want to win, you you want people to earn more, and and how do you balance that, and 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 so forth, but, um. But especially for a development league, is if my goal is to, hey, th- this is how I I want to help you to be the best that you know you can. I don't know what that exactly is. I don't know what success means to each person. Um, but I will help. I will try my best to help you figure that out and and do that. So so I don't ever want to think you know like, hey, I, yeah, I give you the task. Yeah, I'm telling you, reminding you to do the task. But if you don't have time to do all of them and, and it's too stressful for you, don't, you know, let's just, just do you, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, and have fun. That's, that's the most important thing. So I, yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah. I don't want my own competitiveness to ever get, you know, like 
in the way of people having fun, you know, like, I, I want to keep that in check regardless, you know, of what happens, you know, and, and, you know, like I, I, I know I get pretty competitive and, and so I, I don't want that experience to rule uh, my, my own insanity to, to, to ruin <laughs> other people's, you know, like enjoyment for the league. So, so this yeah. is where, you know, I, I hope the players could, could, you know, tell me that, you know, if I'm, you know, like, putting too much pressure or something on them or or doing too much you know but, but no yeah. for sure I, I think a lot of it is expectation setting because i mean like I, I was pretty open with you from from the start basically just like this mm -hmm. like i'm not saying i won't earn really well mm -hmm. but like i don't know for sure that i will and mm -hmm. there was never an issue with that and mm -hmm. i gave you the green light to harass me about it <laughs> it's, it's legitimately helpful for me but for some people that would be a bit much. I, I, I could see, you know, like, like I don't want to, and, and that's, that's a, like a balance. And I, I would never, and, and as much as I would say, like, I've learned how to balance that. I don't, you know, like, like I yeah. don't know what makes everybody tick half the time. I, I don't know if the reminders are good. I don't know if, you know, what works better for them. Um, uh, but, but, well, that, that was the other, that was the question that, um, that I kind of wanted to bring up as, um, uh, people who have been in sim leagues and, and as, like i said uh before that I, I think some there's some universal stuff about sim leagues that 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 kind of would translate um across regardless but in your experience take as a gm how have you found what has been helpful for either you yourself or being a gm for the people on your team to stay active to to kind of get used to the league um yeah, so I, I, if if that makes sense, you know, like like what yeah, I'm asking. Totally. I I think it it has to be a bit of a, a multifaceted thing, just because people do have different routines and attached to different things. So I think that's, for example, that's one thing where alumni would come in. You know, having somebody that they know they can go to and post in some sort of build advice channel and be like, "What should I update this week?" Um, where if they feel lost, they're, they're going to be more and more likely to just kind of check out. Yep. And then at the same time, having just, you know, like a, a Discord bot that runs updates, or not, not like runs like announcements and stuff, mm -hmm. so people could stay on top of it, get pings for that. And just like all of those little things that kind of just bring a lot of cohesiveness and make sure that nothing gets lost in the shuffle, because I know that's something that I've found frustrates a lot of people. And to to a large degree, I think it's part of what frustrated me on my first player, and it is part of the reason that I started going more and more inactive. Is just mm -hmm. because once I started missing things, mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, okay, I've missed all of this TPE. What's like, what's the point at this point? Mm -hmm. And I, ironically, the reason I didn't recreate sooner was because he was still useful, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't I didn't want to take the toy away from Babs. I was just like, <laughs> you know what? Like, once you're done playing with him, just like let me know, and I'll I'll think about coming back. And he just kept going every every <laughs> off season. I'm just like, this is gonna be. I see, I see a PM from Babs, and I'd be like, ah, this is it. He's he's he's, he's gonna tell me to retire, and he's and it was just like, no, we're bringing you back for a season. And that happened like six times. <laughs> it, it it is hilarious. Like like in in that war room, like every like we would try to like oh you know like oh we need an arm here. Who should we sign? And it's like in the end, it's like it's always you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what happens it always comes back to you and just don't know how to quit like you. we we had a meme like like of that of just 
Dustin, I'll, I'll send it to you later. But it's just the, hilarious. All the Babs memes. The, the Babs memes of how he gets. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think that organization is very helpful. I, I think I, I think that's the part where new players don't. Well, uh, new players struggle because they don't have a routine and 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 they're not organized. So so a lot of these tasks becomes overwhelming, even though that if you actually get used to it, it's actually pretty simplistic, um, and and obviously for and and kind of gets repetitive too because it's it's just it's not like it deviates that much. There's a routine in how some leagues work, and and once you figure it out, I, I think it's easy. But but. You know, I I think that's the next part that as a GM, I'm I'm trying to see how I can help people. I guess get organized, and I I don't know how that one works yet because I, I'm not the most organized person myself. So I'm actually kind of surprised that I'm able to do everything in a sim league because I'm I'm organization is not my uh, forte there. So, uh, but yeah, so so. Dustin, uh, I know that you know, like you show me your spreadsheets and stuff, and and you're obviously a way more organized person than I am. Like for at least your short period of time with PBE, how have you found yourself been able to do everything that you need? Yeah, I mean, and I've missed some things too. And 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 to TIG's point, it is a little bit frustrating when you miss a task and you're like, ah, could I? gotten some pretty easy tpe there but um yeah and and don't let me fool you i'm very disorganized unless it's like digital <laughs> like a, a file or a folder on a computer but uh uh i guess you know i i uh know that sometimes i just don't update i guess i like to group things together i don't know if that's one of the like the seven habits of highly effective humans like I like to group things together, like do things all kind of in a in a surge or like all at once. Um, so what I'll do is um, I might just do like one PBE task and and here and there, and depending on the I guess difficulty or the time it takes to do that, um, I might just do one, and then I basically aggregate it all in a spreadsheet that I made at the end of the week. Then I uh, take all that I have the links copied in there because it's really easy to grab links from the forum and everything as I've learned to use it better and so that's I mean kind of my method I guess I, I I build it and build and then I track about how much I've earned for the week that gives me an idea how much I spent and then you know I just kind of use what I got I guess uh, you know some people uh rely on their updater to help them log, but I'm trying to like make uh, BTS's life a little bit easier. So um, I, I keep a kind of a spreadsheet of my own that has my own ratings and everything. And, and then it even helps me um, model like how much TPE I'm going to need to meet my goals that uh, Twitchy's helped me uh, determine for like creating the best player build for what I want to do with my player. Um, and hopefully that helps generate Hepcats wins. But I guess that's kind of how I've been doing it. It seems to be working so far. And, and I still got a lot of nuances and things to learn about the league. But uh, that's just the way it, that it helps my head stay on straight. Because like, uh, like Enoch said, you kind of get into a routine or 
a, a rhythm of updating. You kind of know what tasks are coming each week and, and you know, I can use my log in my sheet rather than digging through um, the forum or my update, my player update uh, thread. Rather than digging back through that, I can just go kind of line by line by line and say, oh, um, and I have dates by it too, so I can kind of uh, gauge on when I need to be doing it. Um, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do an activity check. Because sometimes I'll genuinely be paranoid that like, oh, did I not even do an activity check this week? Like the easiest thing I could do. And and then it's like, oh, yeah, it did. So I don't know. It, it works for me. Um, some people, I think, just post their uh, TPE earned, especially if it's instantly claimed or as soon as they get the notification that the the uh, TPE's been awarded. Uh, you know, that works for them too. Like I said, I just like having a little bit of a log just in case there's any issues too or like I did something, there was actually an issue I had where I probably made the classic rookie mistake of claiming something instantly that was not supposed to be claimed instantly. So um, thankfully uh, BTS cleared that up and I had it on my sheet no problem um it was it was pretty easy so yeah i guess for me for being like the first forum base and the most uh intensive league that i've been a part of that has the most going on uh, so far been pretty good and i think the key lesson in there for everyone is uh definitely always try to be nice to your updaters <laughs> yes I, I definitely do not do that in the shl i just uh i had, I had two absolutely disgusting updates recently because i um because my player just went through juniors and is just getting called up this is oh, this is my recreate and i had like 500 tpe banked because i was in juniors <laughs> and what happens is i get really lazy when i'm just banking tpe like that and oh you update. never actually like claim it and you oh, just claim it all at once. Oh no! So I I had a hundred TP update, and then the next update was another fairly big one, and also a position change and a reallocation of TP, <laughs> like back to back weeks. I've never felt like a bigger asshole in my life. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, and that's another parallel to other leagues is is the updating process and and you guys touched on it earlier about how having a routine or, or kind of a heads up like hey you know if you had a chance to to update now would be a good time uh, updater is going to be scanning through things on this day and then again on saturday or sunday it seems like a lot of leagues do sunday updates or saturday updates um i'm an updater and super casual as well and it's a sunday update and and it seems like other leagues are fairly similar. Um, but, yeah, be nice to your updater and uh, be clear about what you're updating. Don't let your TPE go negative. That's a that's an issue. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it, it comes back down to organization and, and kind of understanding how it all all works. And I think it, it takes time. Like, like, I always joke to people, like, it took me three updates to get it right when I first started <laughs> and my poor updater had to like keep telling me like, no, no, this is not, no, this is not right. It's not right. So <laughs> it'd have been easier but, to tell you what you did. Right. Right. <laughs> I, maybe I, I really don't remember what happened. I, I just, I, I think I, I was a waiver pickup and, and there's no such thing as like rookie mentors. Well, I mean, I, I think they existed back then, but 
you know, it wasn't really a, a thing, but I was a waiver and, and, and I, I didn't really ask for help. I just kind of tried to follow what other people did and um, not sure if that actually went that well, because I don't know who I followed, but, um, but, but yeah, it, it um, we're, we're, I mean, I, I it's just shout out to BT, BTS and, and um, he, he works so hard at, um, helping everyone structure, uh, not even structure, just just really um, help them with the updates, really, and be really uh, lenient in terms of like a lot, you know, like helping them to correct mistakes, you know, and 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 um, uh, like he has been such a big part of uh, this this team, really, because uh, of of his reminders for people and 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 how he genuinely wants to help everyone you know, uh, get, get their stuff done. And, you know, I, I've joked with him that, you know, the reason why we didn't, we, we didn't, uh, draft him back in season 20, whatever it was, uh, season 20, um, was because I wanted him to stay as our updater. <laughs> but, um, but, um, yeah, it, so, so, you know, like, I'm, I'm really uh, thankful for him for being here and, and part of, uh, part of the clubhouse. And, um, yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, and uh, anyone who's listening, at, I reference my uh, uh, Google Sheet, uh, Excel Sheet, whatever. Uh, if if anybody wants that, they can definitely uh, reach out to me or, or DM me. I, it, it's it's not a perfect sheet. It's it's kind of one of those sheets that's it's it's only as good as the user. Um, but it 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 works for me. It it organizes it in my mind, and I I'm on Excel in my workplace. Uh, my work life all the time, so it just kind of works for me. But uh, I think the bottom line is is find what works for you. Um, communicate to the updaters. Most of the updaters uh seem fairly uh, um like apt to help out, I guess, and 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 most everyone who's been in the league and has a role like a stat person or a simmer updater gms whatever everyone seems to be very helpful so any anybody new to the league like me um i would uh do as i did and just ask a bunch of dumb questions and <laughs> because um it'll be it'll take a lot less time for someone to answer it than it probably will for you to figure out what to do right and then take a stab at something and then it end up being wrong so that would be my recommendation because, um, you know, Tig, uh, Tig, I don't know if anyone specifically got you involved in the league, but, um, like, for me, it was guys like uh, Pirate Captain Dom and and even um, the some of the PBE people that came in super casual uh, during a, probably a promotion or something like that. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, Pow Adrian as well. And so, so a lot of those people... Um, got me to join the league and and so they were also very use or very resourceful in asking questions and then you know as we kind of approach uh our time here i suppose uh, uh tig did you have anybody that really got you in and involved in the league you know i'm i'm trying to remember it's been a, a long ass time actually since i created that first player i'm gonna see if i can find it here uh i think in general, it was the the Voyagers locker room that kind of brought me back as a, as my first player wound down a bit. Who? Uh, it was uh, Sarai and Tyler was the person oh. who recruited me originally. Oh, and I think it was 
if I remember correctly, I think at the time there was a lacrosse sim league that was trying to get off the ground. Oh, I have we heard about together. that before. I have it heard about that. On, it was honestly really cool. It just didn't work out. It just it wasn't a a sim league friendly engine, and just updating it and all that was just too much. So it just didn't work out. But um, yeah, so I think that that was the connection there. I think. And oh, then this man. go around, yeah, it was the the Voyager's locker room brought me back to life. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think you know just a shout out to the Voyagers, um, uh, the clubhouse that uh, I was brought into when I was drafted, and and I I uh, I mentioned it a lot of times is you know it was Paz and ba- Babs that really helped me um, understand what uh, a locker room is like in PBE and. Um, how to kind of make it functional, and um, and a lot of what I what I uh, what little did I know about GMing in the league, you know, I got from them and try to translate that into the Hefcats here when when I first started. So you know, like like it, it's it's been a really fun time being there, and I think that I'm I'm as active as I am because of that locker room. So yeah, so really just been blessed being there, and and so really happy that I have a chance to continue being there. So Yeah, it's gonna be fun times ahead. Fun times. Uh well I think well we're we're over the hour mark. I we are pretty sure. Yeah. So um I don't know if I have any parting words. <laughs> uh the, the the stream is over so they're they're uploading the index so so we'll get a chance to look at this our stats later but uh i i think i think uh i think we ended at like 34 14 or whatever it was because we didn't have a game that that last uh that last uh sim so um good time so i i hope uh well, i hope it continues but you know we'll weather when we when we get into the inevitable losing streak you know we'll 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 deal with it then and uh and uh, do my best to keep everybody's spirits up. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just keep updating, trusting the process, and then have boys like Big Rig, Tiggle, Selvin, shutting things down when they matter most, right? That's the hope. <laughs> That's the hope. Okay. Uh, well, everybody, thank you guys for uh, listening to us babble about <laughs> about uh, the Hepcats, about the league, and actually just about our sim experience. And and I hope that some of the advice here is helpful to people because um, that's kind of what I try to do um, as a whole to just kind of give people tidbits on how to uh, be able to kind of get get through on um, just just this league uh, because I, there is a learning curve, but I promise that uh, you stick with it put some elbow grease on it it'll be fun and and it's totally worth it <laughs> absolutely but, uh, uh okay well with that uh we'll see you guys or talk to you guys on the next next pod whenever that is so 